Welcome to Gratitude Space Radio. I'm your host, Chris Palmore, founder of GratitudeSpace.com. My sincere thanks for listening, subscribing, and rating this podcast. Well, Mark, uh, welcome to Gratitude Space. Hi, nice to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're welcome. You're, you're my second international person to have on a podcast, so it's always uh, nice to connect with somebody that's in a whole different world uh, altogether and across, uh, across great distances. And um, again, I appreciate you taking the time for this today. Could you, uh, could you tell the people a little bit about yourself, and then I'm going to tell the people how I found you. <laughs> yeah, I'm Mark Recklow. I'm an author. Well, I'm a jobless gone author, so, and before, so my life was quite normal. I studied a career I didn't like to later work in a job that I didn't like. And around seven years ago in September of 2013, I was fired from that job. But I saw it coming because I was like a sales manager for a German book, uh, a Spanish book printer, I was responsible of the German market and we just saw that it was going worse and worse, getting worse and worse. So I was kind of prepared. I had a, my savings here in Europe, you get like jobless welfare. So I knew I had around two years to build something, build a business. Mm-hmm. I had done a life coaching training. So my first thought was that, well, I'm going to be a life coach. I'm going to do a life coaching training. So I from day one, when I was jobless, I started studying, studying more than ever before. I started studying digital marketing, publishing, self-publishing, uh, how to build a coaching business. And then all this time, I, I always had this idea. Yeah, I want to write a book. There was a book inside me that wanted to come out. Mm, I thought also, you know, a coach with a book distinguishes himself from a coach without a book. It was also... Um, Mm, I met like a, an idea to get my, my ideas out there in the world on, on Amazon. So I started writing my book, published it. And then on a great day in March, 2015, I got an, on, an, on a promotion on Amazon and had 40,000 downloads in a couple of days. And that's wow. like, and it was free downloads, but that took my book. Yeah. My book took off after the free time because it was free for four or five days and then it became paid again. And then suddenly I saw I was selling 50, 60, 100 books a day. And wow. that was the first breakthrough. And yeah, now coming back to gratitude, the fun thing was like that maybe February 2015, mid February. That was when I became even more grateful. So I was always, I always did a gratitude exercise, like to write down three things that I'm grateful for every day, which brings you in a very positive state. And there's a lot of positive side effects. And then I noticed that now reflecting, mid-February, beginning of March, I even got even more grateful. So I even was like doing walks and was just like very mindful in the moment and just thinking, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for my life and for everything. And that's um, just a, a month afterwards, this big breakthrough thought came. So I don't think it was a coincidence. Right. One had to definitely do with the other. And I, um, I appreciate you sharing that. And I just wanted to share uh, that, you know, my, one of my mentors and my closest friends, uh, Bobby Kuntz, he, <clears throat> He somehow, and I don't, you know, I need to ask him how he came across your audiobook. I should, I, I'm always interested in the backstory of how, how things connect, but our connection is that he listened to your audiobook and he just said, he just sent me a message and was like, dude, you've got to check this out. You've got, you've got yeah. to read this or listen to this. You know, he's like, he's like, this is a guy you should talk to. He's always, when he, he hears people or thinks, he's always, you know, he thinks of me, which is wonderful. Awesome. And um, I go, I go, okay, man. I, and I take his advice because I always do. I know it's always coming from a really great place, um, regardless of what it is, honestly. Um, but when it comes to gratitude, I'm usually jumping right on it when it comes to directly what I'm doing. So I, you know, I got online and I, um, I, I, uh, I, I got your audio book. And that morning, probably a couple hours later, I'm taking a, you know, a nice long walk and I'm listening to it. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I really like this. Um, I was like, this is really good. And I got back 
And what I did at that point is I have Kindle Unlimited. So uh, right now they they have your book. So, uh, you know, the next day what I did is I sat down in the morning and added reading. I said, well, let's read a chapter where I'm at now. And I, I liked, in this context, I enjoyed reading it more than hearing it just because I wasn't, you know, you know what I mean? It depends what you're doing, you're listening to, but you know, when you're taking a walk and there's traffic or, you know, you can focus more obviously with reading. Obviously a lot of people can't focus enough to read. So it's great. There's audio. I'm not, I'm not bashing audio whatsoever. Um, but I, I really, I really loved it. And, um, I love, I loved your bullet points. I loved how short it was. I love yeah. the simplicity of the message. And I think that, um, unfortunately the message gets so convoluted with people needing so many words. Um, or they feel like they have to over explain things where really gratitude is very, the practice is very simple. Yeah. It's awesome that you talk about it because it was really a book. This was a book again. It wanted to come out. I wanted to write about it. Everybody around me said, don't do it. I mean, it's so short, you know, people will sh feel bullshitted, but I wanted to bring it, the message over because it made such a huge impact in my life. So I said, I don't care. I'm going to do it. It will be, I mean, it's short. You, me personally, I just can't write more about gratitude. I think it's, it's sad, it's short, it's simple. And then I said, okay, to make it a little bit longer, I already put the, the ebook, the free ebook in there that you get your gratitude journal oh, for journal, yeah. mm -hmm. Because that is some, something all my books have in common. I want to, people to take action because right. I know this for myself and I think everybody who takes action will notice it. This is when life change begins you know it's very nice to talk about gratitude and about right. the and about all the positive benefits of of gratitude but it gets even better when you sit down every day and do those three things write down the three things you are grateful for and for above all feel the gratitude i think this is also important when i write my three things down or mostly it's 10 because it's also a thing the more you concentrate on gratitude you will remember more than three things every every day and then feeling the gratitude and create this, this positive state in the moment. I think this even, yeah, makes it even better, makes it more impactful. So. For sure, man. Yeah. I, I, uh, I completely agree with you. And, uh, it's, you know, uh, it's so simple. It's such a simple idea to take something you're grateful for and then be able to basically go down the rabbit hole with it. I like, uh, I, I kind of coined the phrase, uh, gratitude cubed. It's, 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 uh, it's, it's a more technical word of saying taking roots in an idea or a connection or anything, you know? So for example, like you and I, our, our gratitude cube thing would be like, well, you know, we're having this talk right now, which is great. And I, I, you know, I feel a friendship here. And then I think, okay, what back to how did, how does our story begin? So our story begins because you wrote a book years ago. Okay. <laughs> and then our and then somehow years later, my friend Bobby sees it. And, and I have my note here, cause this is, I wanted to share that, you know, at the very end of the book, the very end of the book, you write, if you have a podcast or know anybody that has one, ask them to interview me. And yeah. that's what he sent to me. Remember cool. You know what I mean? So years ago, you write this book on gratitude. And then you, at the end of it, you just say this. And then my, my friend Bobby hears this. And I'm right in the process of launching a podcast specifically about gratitude. And he sees that. And I, so this, this whole idea of, uh, you know, I go, you go here and then you can back up and go there and go here. And you see these connections, it, it, yeah. it strengthens the positivity and just the, the clarity in this to be grateful for, the, you know, for Yeah, for the, and when I saw mat. you, yeah, when I saw you, or you told me it's a gratitude podcast, it was easy. You had me at hello, you know, it was like, of course I will come and participate. I'm happy to talk about gratitude because as I said before, for me, it's the, it's the simplest, the most simple and the mo one of the most impactful exercises that you can do. And, you know, Many times people ask me, Mark, who are in a really bad place. And they ask me, Mark, what can I do? Help me. And I say, look, I can't, I don't know because I, I have never been in a place like that. So it's for me, it's impossible to give you advice. I don't even know how I would react in mm -hmm. that situation. Right. But from experience, I said, start with gratitude because I have already five, six, 10 people who had nothing and started with gratitude. After six weeks, eight weeks, they write to me and they mostly they tell me well, nothing has changed. I don't know if I'm going crazy, but my outlook on life is much better now, much more positive, I'm much more optimistic. And that's already one step. And then 
maybe another two more months down the line, they have found a job for them or the love they want. So it's really amazing. And they st so what they all have in common is they start with gratitude. So that's my proof that I have. And that's my, and my advice I can give to people. Say, start with gratitude. And for me personally, I mean, I'm a normal human being. I'm sad. I'm frustrated. I have envy sometimes. But I always then, for me, it's science to go to gratitude. Because gratitude is the antidote to all these negative emotions or painful emotions. You can't be sad and grateful at the same time. You right. can't be envy somebody and be grateful at the same time. You can't be angry and be grateful at the same time. So gratitude wins. It wins at, at the end. And many times I can use gratitude to become optimistic and happy again or sometimes well sometimes i just don't want to be grateful you know when you're like really when you need to go through sadness or something but then i know it's there when right. i'm ready right when i'm ready gratitude is there or maybe i say okay let's let me walk half an hour let me walk 45 minutes because i know also if i do a walk you know hormones in my brain will shoot mm -hmm. the endorphins and all this and it will help so we have to you know, life is not easy, so we have to, it's great to have these tools or methods to get us again in a, let's say, more positive state. For sure, man. And, uh, you know, I, I want to, I definitely want to talk about your book and I didn't, you know, we didn't even, I didn't even say the, uh, you know, it's the life-changing power of gratitude, seven simple exercises that will change your life for the better. So I wanted to make sure I stated that. And I wanted to, uh, I want to start digging into because there's so much stuff. Uh, there's so many great things you have in these seven chapters and then the bonus chapter. Um, so, you know, I love the fact that in your book that you list things to be grateful for. I love that. I feel like that is completely left out of every gratitude book I've ever dug into. Honestly, it just, that's such a great, just, just hearing the exercises, like, okay, well, you have this, you know, these are things you, you could be grateful for, and then they just make a list. And it's great because you hear it and you go, yeah, and you're like, mm -hmm. yeah, okay, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's just a formula I don't, that makes complete sense that I've never read before. And, and you did that a couple different ways and times in the book. And I, I just loved when you stepped in and you just had this list because I feel like it just, it, it just makes somebody go, yeah, 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 you know? Yeah, in this case, I wanted to do it because in my first book, 30 Days, which is also my most successful book until now, I didn't want to give like exquisite examples because I want mm -hmm. you to think, you know, I want my reader to think, I, don't, I want you to be unbiased. Yeah, so when I say write down your goals, I want it to be your goals, not my goals. Right, of course. But in the, yeah. in the book about gratitude, because also of conversations, people sometimes they just didn't know where to start because it's so uncommon to be grateful right we usually most of the time and i know it because i was like this before we are much better in thinking and taking things for granted or in thinking how bad life treats us so for gratitude right. i really thought yeah i was like imagining somebody who tells me well who is in a low point and says what can i be grateful for and then the, i came up with the list so that even everybody who is who at the moment doesn't know of anything I, they could be grateful for finds mm -hmm. at least three things or five things in that whole list to say, okay, I can start, I can start here, right? And you know, it was very funny in this, all this COVID crisis pandemic, I think many more people got aware of how grateful we can be to be healthy. Something right. we usually take for granted until somebody in our family or of our friend gets sick and then suddenly we, we are grateful for our own right. health. But we should always be grateful for our health. It's, it's, it's a blessing. So these things, I wanted to tell me to, that we become aware of it, that this is a gift. Our life is a gift, you know? And oh, then yeah. we, it's our responsibility to what can we make of it. But at least I also wanted to give hope for people who are not at a good place and to tell them, Try at least, try it, try gratitude and let's see where it takes you.
Right, man, for sure. I, I, you know, thinking about these times, you know, obviously your health, but then, you know, the flip side, um, just the freedoms to go to restaurants or, well, you know, to malls or movie theaters or ballparks or concerts. Uh, I mean, these are all things that we just are givens, but honestly, they're not, they're gifts. Um, you know, Absolutely. everything's a gift. You gotta look at everything as a gift because at any given moment it can be taken away. It's not a, it's not a privilege. <laughs> I mean, it's not, it's not yours. It's not a given. You know, it's, it's Absolutely. I mean, in Spain, we were really locked up. In Spain, we weren't even allowed for the first six weeks of the lockdown to do, to go for a walk. So that was really tough because for me going for a walk, I don't need much, you know, I need my, my, my computer, my brain, my girlfriend and my walk. That's it. I'm happy. And I, could, I couldn't see my girlfriend because she was living 20 miles away. She is mm -hmm. apartment 20 miles away. We were not allowed to see us. And I couldn't go for a walk. So since we could go back for a walk, 2nd of May, I didn't miss a day. Every day I'm out there walking, enjoying it a lot more than before because they took it from me. And, right, now, exactly. and now I'm even grateful for my walks, which would be something before I wouldn't have put it in my list because I took it, I also right. take things for granted, you know? Perfect. So it's good to get a reminder every now and then, and then to check your whole life again. Well, you know, I mean, we have a, I have a, a roof over here. I have here a nice cool bottle of water. If you can, if you not manage to be grateful for that, then life becomes really a paradise. Right. You know, I was going to ask you three things you're grateful for in this moment, but you just said, uh, you just said, uh, you know, your walks, you said water and a roof. So there you go. You, you well, I, can even, I can add now I, the computer so that I can talk yeah. to you. You are on the other side of the ocean of the Atlantic. I'm here. I mean, that's awesome. We can make a connection. So all these things and they make me extremely happy. The gratitude because gratitude leads to happiness. Oh, it, it most certainly does. Yeah. It most, you know, I, I was writing in my, in my journal this morning. I think you'll appreciate this. So I, uh, I, um, that whole idea of, you know, things on top of things was, uh, let's see here. So, uh, I, I said tech, internet, electricity, zoom, video cameras, audio hearing devices and recording devices and grateful authors. So, I was thinking of the, uh, the things that are allowing us to be here right now. And the fact that we know each other are all those things that are allowing us to happen and how amazing, yeah. amazing, just amazing the time we're living in is, you know, exactly. Absolutely. So I was, uh, your book here. Um, let's see here. So you, there's so much here. Let me see. Um, so we talked about health. Uh, I, I love, I love this. I love, I love in your, the impact of gratitude on social relationships. You say gratitude improves not only your health and mindset, but also relationships, uh, which by the way, are the number one uh, predicator of your future happiness and success. I think that's such a, I mean, if you're going to be grateful, do it for that. There's so many reasons, but if you can just think I'm going to have healthy relationships, I'm going to be happier. My life's going to be better. It's just, it, it's all intertwined. Um, you know, do, do it for your, do it for your loved ones. Cause it's just, it's just a better life for everybody. Absolutely. Absolutely. It makes so much more. It also makes you see much more opportunities, which is good for entrepreneurs. We need to see opportunities. And then the thing, when you look at it at the other, and I looked at it also the other way from my relationships that went sour, you know, when I was fired from my job, I wasn't fired from a job I loved. Right. I know there's nobody who got fired from a job they love. Most people that I know that have been fired have already been ungrateful for their jobs and hated their jobs probably for a long time. And then I thought also, I said, yes, I took my job for granted. I was not mm -hmm. grateful for it. That's when, when do relationships get worse, when we don't appreciate our spouse or our partner anymore. So when you can be grateful for your, grateful is like, yeah, the magic pill right. for everything. Yeah. It is. Yeah, it is. It totally is. I, know, I, I, could, I just finished reading your second book again. That was something I made sure I highlighted at the end. Um, I had a couple of the uh, off questions here, you know, just simplistically, I know we, you, we've been talking about gratitude for, you know, 20, 30 minutes now, but if just simplistically, if I said, what does being grateful mean to you? If you were just going to express that in a very simple form, how would you express that? 
Ooh, in the simplest form, I mean, what we said, happiness, it means happiness for me. It means mindful, being mindful, being in the moment. And what comes to mind is just this huge impact it made on my life and on my success. So when I think of gratitude, I also think main ingredient of my success. There you go. That's beautiful. Yeah, that's wonderful. I love that. I love asking people that question because it's just you get, you know, you, you get all kinds of answers and it's always something beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, I have a, uh, it's kind of a gratitude exercise and experiment I want to run by you. So I'm going to, I'm going to ask you just a couple questions and don't answer until I ask you to answer. Okay. Okay. So when I say someone in your life you're grateful for and why, who would that be? Don't answer. So get somebody, just a name in your head. Okay. So I'm going to ask it again. So who would be the next, who, who comes into your mind again? Who's the next person that comes into your mind? Okay. So the that? first person and then the next person. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just. I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to go with, so you got a second person in your mind? Yeah, I got it, I got okay. it, yeah. Let's go one more level. So who's the third person that pops into your mind? Okay, so I'm only asking that because obviously it has nothing to do with ratings of who you are more grateful for. I'm just, because people normally just have a go-to, which is fine, but I like, I'm curious who the third person was. Third person is my girlfriend I'm, I'm grateful for because she always supports me. She has always supported me. She's always had my back. I can you tell you number one and two also, it was my mom and my grandma. Mom go. Yeah. gave me all my values, is highly responsible for who I am today. My grandma, because she also had my back all the time. And I'm even, you know, for example, I had a complicated relationship with my father, but I could also make up with my father. My father is dead a long time ago, but I kind of reconciliated with him also because, and that's what I write in the book also, because all, also is all the bad good right are the bad things that happen as good yeah they can right. be and I'm yeah really grateful on for that too because without his I call it a special way i mm. would not have become the person that i am so i'm really grateful also for a lot of things that happened to me or also because i also thought about this question so what what are the bad things you are grateful for and what comes to mind now very often you see you have i've got a lot of rejection from literary agents I think I was rejected from every single literary agent in Spain because I was living in Spain before I wrote to them. I was rejected and laughed into my face by three or four publishers. And I'm so grateful they say no to me because now I'm on my own. I have my own, do my own publishing. I do it with Amazon. I'm self-published and I think I'm, I have control over my over my books, over my intellectual property. And it had helped me to really earn more money, sell more books than any, that any publisher would have so, sold for me. Right. Because I'm an unknown person, you know. Many times we think if we get a publisher, we will sell hundreds of thousands of books, but it's not true. Not, usually right. like 98% of authors, even with publishers, they sell like a thousand. And if they're lucky, 5,000. So mm. I'm so happy that I'm, I got the rejection. I took the right learning from it. I went on my own and now I'm in control. Yeah, that's beautiful, man. Um, that's, uh, you know, my friend, uh, my friend Dino, when I asked him about gratitude, he basically said that uh, his, his, uh, his definition was that, is that like, I'm, a, I'm enough, you know, that I'm enough or, or in his statement was like, be a, be your own hero. So, you saying that you have control and you've gone through this journey and you're in a place where you're like, that's you being your own hero <laughs> and, yeah. and seeing it as it is <laughs> opposed to wasn't a rejection. It was your journey to get to, I have control, which makes me the happiest I'm going to be. And you know, it's a beautiful it's, it's thing. Fantastic. I'm even grateful for my, I mean, I have a really great relationship to my ex boss and to her husband, the people who fired me because, but over the years it has just, and also grown into deep gratitude and forgiveness and happiness because I would not be here today. Right, exactly. If I haven't been fired, you know, I would probably still be working there, maybe be a bitter person, never content. Mm -hmm. And on the other way, now, now I had to go this way. It was a tough, it was not a walk in the park. It was five years of hard work, but now I'm in a space where um, I couldn't even imagine, and in my wildest dreams, I couldn't 
picture it that nice how it is be how it is now so great <laughs> yeah I mean, yeah i want i definitely wanted to we, we've been talking about it. i just want to say you know your book the chapter it's all good even the bad stuff that's what we're getting into and i i just wanted you know i, I highlighted a bunch of things and um i wanted to you know so um I, I just wanted to read just a little bit i think it's yeah let me just let me just read a little bit here because i really love this uh tell you to be grateful for the bad things that happen to you is not to say that what has happened is good it's not about lying down and waiting for the next curveball uh, curveball life sends you. Being grateful even for the bad things that happen is a sign of extreme maturity. It's about learning, it's about growth. Uh, I've seen a lot of very bad things in my life. The ability to learn from the bad things in life has saved me and has made me the person I am today. The ability to be deeply grateful for these experiences has multiplied everything in my life. Um, and then, you know, uh, I, it's, it's it's all yeah it, I I love that uh, there's a little more here that you uh, I'm gonna see if I get I love okay so I love the story you tell in the book and I wanted to I'd love to share that real quick because I, I think it just it just drives home your point so I'm gonna I'm gonna share that real quick so you say you always remember this story so once upon a time there were two uh, there were twin brothers and their father was an alcoholic who mistreated them and abused them psychologically they had a horrible childhood. When they grew up, one brother turned out to be a successful businessman, and he was the sweetest person, liked by, liked by everybody and always ready to give others a hand, donating to charity. The other brother became like his father. He was an alcoholic, a mean, abusive, miserable person who was a pain for everyone. One day, the old family doctor came to see the businessman. He asked, how are you doing? How did you become so successful? The businessman said, doctor, you should know. You knew my father. Then the doctor is called to go to the house of the other brother. It was a horrible place. You could feel the tension, bad vibes right away. The doctor asked the second twin, how could it, uh, how, how could it come so far? Why are you leading such a miserable life? The second twin answered, doctor, you know my father. You knew my father. The, the two people can have the exact same experience in life. Bad things happen to good people. They can live through the same unfortunate events and yet deal with them in completely different ways. The way they deal with the circumstance uh, life throws at them is what makes the difference. Be like the first twin. I just, I just, I love, I, I, I read that story. And I was like, yes, yes, yes. And I was thinking, what, what a, you know, it's, it's just such a great, um, it's, it's just a great, it's, it's such a great story perspective. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's wonderful. I love it too. I decided to become the first twin. I could also have gone for the second twin, and that was really, that was the first time when I was 18, 19. I decided, I decided, you know, I was in a, in a crossing and mm -hmm. I could have gone both ways. I could have gone into alcohol, drugs, but I decided, I said, no, I'm going to be better. I'm going to be a better student now. Mm -hmm. And I managed it. And that's great because it gives you power. It gives you confidence and it will help you along the way. Yeah, it's, it's I think with gratitude, you know, gratitude, that's just a, you know, you're talking about bad things. You're you're talking about perspective, and it's such, um, it's such a powerful thing to with the lens of gratitude, perspective, and bad things. And uh, a, a new friend of mine who has a uh, mind value talk on gratitude. He has a book on gratitude. He he, he uh, his name's Rajesh. He uh, he did a really great thing in his talk where he's like, everything is just two things. He says they're they're either gifts or they're lessons, mm -hmm. and that's it. He's like, if you could just think of your life everything coming at you if you can put the perspective is it's one or the other you know and i just i just love the image because there was an image like gifts are a lot you know lessons you know which a lesson's a gift it's just not as easy to feel like it at the time exactly. um, but if you can if you can put that in your head when the bad sit when the shit hits the fan mind you know whatever um you at least know that that's something you can you can pan to at some point and that um, it's there when you want to start analyzing it and you know looking there's nothing wrong with looking back on things and trying and, and putting the pieces together to go well i'm here where i am now because of that this is what you know um it, it's a beautiful thing it's a it is full of power and full of comfort because when it happens to you sometimes you can't see it. you just have to go through it right you do you can't analyze or something, but to look back a year later, because sometimes it takes a year or a half right. until you find this and say, where, what was it good for? And you will find it. 
and this first of all you found it then you found the lesson and second of all you get stronger or more resilient and more resilient because it's the same with failure with everything when you do it once it's okay it's tough second time it's a little bit easier you knew that you did it before you overcome it before so it, this gives you a little bit of confidence and like this you can go on and on and can get more energy of it can become i don't want to say powerful because it's not about powerfulness but a, let's say resilient you know just mm -hmm. believe in yourself and and know you can overcome everything because you have done it before and always look for this what is the good in it what is the lesson in it and you will always find it sometimes you will not have to search a little bit longer sometimes you will get it more quicker but i think it's a very comforting thought and it's what you said when you can when you have this perspective then nothing can go wrong right exactly yeah um it's uh you know it's uh you know my like my situation with losing my mom to cancer and everything it started with you know my this journey and everything leading to this podcast you know and all that is all this is of my mother i mean that's where it started you know it started with a gratitude letter and then her um passing away to cancer and i didn't know i didn't know at the moment obviously what was going through all that and i didn't and it was really freaking rough but it, and but perspective looking back you know i mean there's you know, when you have, for you know, example, you you know, with someone's health, it's not, um, it's you know, it's it's what it's just the fact, it's just a factual thing. So if you want to spin it on its head like I did, I go, well, you know, my mom's not suffering anymore. You know, she's not in pain, um, which is a massive thing, especially when you see somebody you love that's in pain. You know, um, and she, you know, taught me so many things in life, but she also taught me a lot of things in death, uh, which is. A really beautiful thing um you know i have i i have trauma from that experience but i can there's there's gratitude in the trauma you know um i think one of the most vivid memories i have a couple really vivid memories i won't get in i'm, I'm not going to go down the rabbit hole with you on that but you know i uh, one of the night you know one of the nights i stayed with my mom you know uh, and she was sleeping in a chair at the time because her back was hurting so much um you know, I woke up because she was trying to breathe because she couldn't breathe. And um, because what was going on with the fluid in her lungs um, mm -hmm. was impeding her breath, just breathing. And <clears throat> it's a very traumatic moment I'm telling you about, but flipping that on the, you know, flipping that, when I think about that, I think of it this way. I think, wow, I'm so fortunate to be able to breathe mm -hmm. clearly without any type of problems. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just something almost everyone gets mm -hmm. and no one, and I don't think a lot of people think about it. And, exactly. and because I've sat in that situation, I, I do think about that, you know, and then like my grandfather, you know, he lived a really long life and he was a lovely person, but you know, near the end of his life, he, he had problems getting around, you know, and when you see that and you're, and you're a part of it, um, you realize, geez, I'm so grateful that I have mobility. I mean, just, just that you don't have to depend on anybody just so you could stand up, you know, and you have the ability to walk around, you know, I mean, that's just, again, what a given because you, you know, you've grown up, you know, your whole life you've had it and it's like, it's like a given, but honestly, it's, it's, uh, it's something to be incredibly grateful for that gets overlooked. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so I can't remember exactly where I started that, but I was, <laughs> so I was feeling when we were talking. <laughs> No, it yeah. was great. It was, yeah, talking about that, uh, that from the bad things, good bad, things yeah. come. Yeah, it's, you know, um, my friend Teddy, who has a great, uh, he has a gratitude journal uh, thing. He's a nonprofit. He's gotten these journals into like elements and middle schools. And, um, but I was talking with him last week. I definitely want to share him with you. He's, he's awesome. Um, he was telling me how his, what his mom grew up with, um, you know, uh, osteoporosis and, and that, and that he was he learned to be grateful for it because it was who she was it was just what a, it was just such a powerful thing because i was it was just a powerful statement it was real it was part of his gratitude story was the fact that he realized it, it to me how i took it was he realized obviously he could be upset and angry or he could be grateful exactly 
what an empowering thing to do and what a beautiful thing. I mean, the testament to his mom and the love for his mom. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. choose gratitude always over and over again. It's a choice. It's a choice. And sometimes it's a difficult one, you know, because as I said, sometimes I want to be sad. Sometimes I want to grieve. It's okay. Right. We are humans. We are humans. We have to deal with our emotions. But gratitude is always there. Yeah. Gratitude right. is always there to grab it when, it, when it's enough with the, with the grieving and with the sadness. And it's, I think it's the quickest way back to you. you know? Right. I, I completely agree, man. I completely agree. Um, I was, so what, what do you think are some of the simplistic roadblocks that stop people from um, being grateful or just uh, getting in the practice of, you know, starting a practice that could yeah. obviously be ben is beneficial to them? Well, yeah. Uh, taking things for granted. And because, I mean, there is not actually a roadblock. I mean, which excuse are you going to give me? to not write down three things you are grateful for, which takes two minutes, right? Right. So then I think maybe mo many people don't know about the power of gratitude. Then I can understand it. But once you know about it, and once right. you, then it's just like, I mean, you don't even have to the, the excuse, I don't have time because it's two or three minutes. It's like, right. write down. So then the other excuse would be, I don't know what to be grateful. Well, after listening to us today, I'm sure you already know what you can be grateful for because we right, already right, mentioned right. things. And in my book, there are a couple of things, but a, a Google search can do it. You know, it's like, it's not, it's, it's like easy. And then it's only doing it every day, but I can actually not see a reason, an obvious reason to not do it. Then maybe there might be self-sabotage. You know, when you, when we have the feeling that we don't deserve to be happy, we will not do things that make us happy. This is another part of your book I love. Yeah. So... I yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, that's another uh, whole other uh, chapter in your book. Um, where is it at here? I wanted to, uh, I, I, I was looking at it again. It was, um, it was about forgiveness. Um, yes, forgiveness. That's, that's it. I can't, I, I know I highlighted the, last, the, the, power, the power of forgiveness. Yeah. The last chapter. I don't think, uh, again, with your book, uh, you know, I don't think anybody, I've never heard anybody talk about Again, you have this great casing of these seven things in this book, and this is the bonus thing you add, because I don't think people think of gratitude when they think of forgiveness or how that could be blocking them from being grateful. Um, I think it was, I, I really love, um, let's see here, you have, uh, let's see here. Yeah, so I, I just, short answer, short answer, you're doing it for yourself, not for other people. You know, forgiveness is not about them, it's about, about you you know being right or wrong it's not about that it's about uh, losing a ton of energy and being angry resentful or worse reliving hate over and over again are huge energy drains do it for yourself let it go um holding a grudge against someone is i love this i love this quote holding a grudge against someone is like taking a small dose of poison and hoping the other person will die from it i just freaking love that you know um gandhi's quote you know the, the weak can never forgive forgiveness is a attribute of the strong i I, I love, um, I loved all that. I loved the fact that you said, well, maybe you can't be grateful because of this. And I, and I completely get it because if you're sitting around all day thinking about so-and-so did this to me or whatever it is, and it could be incredibly horrible. Um, I'm not downgrading anyone's uh, trauma. Then you're, you're not, you're not, you're not being present. You're living uh, in trauma in the past and gratitude is, is a way to overcome that. And I, I think people need to understand that if they, if they know it's possible, they can check into it. Yeah, and I've seen this, many, I got a lot of mails about that. I got mails from people that said, Mark, I'm doing everything you say in your books, right. and still I'm stuck. And it made me think. And then with the experience, I said, there can be only two things. Uh, or you are just before succeeding, because sometimes before we succeed, things get a little bit tougher. It's like right. life or universe or God wants to test us a little bit, or you haven't forgiven something. And then it's really, and then people write back, oh yeah, but I can't forgive him because he did this and that. And I said, you learn it. You, that's the only block. And I have, I have noticed it myself. I don't know if I write it in that book, but I had, when my book came to Japan, we thought we're gonna set, 
Uh, so you did. Go ahead, million. though. You did, but go ahead. Share it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we, we start. We're going to sell half a million books. So I saw myself already, like, on the top of the world. The book came out on a Thursday. It was going well. And the Japanese, with statistics and everything, in three days, they can say, tell you if you sell hundreds of thousands of books or not. First day was great. Second day was great. And then the third day, it was a Saturday. And suddenly, they got very cool. Very... So from euf the euphoria was gone and was like, well, I was like, what's going on? And I said, no, the book is dead. It won't sell. And I said, like, come on, you told me we're going to sell half a million. No, it's going to write another book. And then I got really sad and apathic. And it was a tough day. It was one of the toughest days because the expectations were so high. Right. And then I said, okay, collect yourself. And I tried to yeah, plan, analyze and everything. And then I came, I said, I was already making mental blacklists of people that I didn't forgive, that I will ridicule, ridicule in public after. Yeah. <laughs> and then I said, holy cow, yeah, holy cow. That's a lot of grudge in there. And then right. I was just working on forgiveness, 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 forgiveness. The whole Saturday, what was left a Saturday, Sunday, and I don't know exactly if it was on Monday or Tuesday, I got another email. Well, we are going to do 10,000 more books. And two weeks later, or 10 days later, another 7,000. So a book that was dead suddenly mm -hmm. was selling. And I, I really, again, thought for myself, this is not coincidence. This is good. I, I could release some blocks with the mm -hmm. forgiveness. And this is what happening. So I always remember this because I also still have a lot of work to do a lot of inner work to do. I still have my, my grudges, right. but I can all, when something, when I, when I work and I'm doing what I have to do and I'm stuck or there's something blocked, I always go back forgiveness and gratitude. Those are my two things because I know with this, I can, can fix it. Or sometimes it's a, de a decision I didn't take. Before my move to Malta in, during the whole COVID crisis, I wasn't like quite sure and everything talking mid-May and then suddenly there were two big payments to come in and suddenly they were stuck and I was like what's going on here and then when and the moment when I'm I call the lawyers in Malta I say okay let's go let's go ahead build a business two days later everything was flowing again so it's really amazing so if you are stuck you don't know why check forgiveness first right. and if you have forgiven everybody and yourself and you're still stuck check if there's some decisions you are postponing or whatever but it's really uh, kind of miraculous and there's always a solution that's beautiful man i love that like i said i read that in your book and it, it really stuck out and, and just again sharing that uh i, I just I, that's that's just so special about your book, man. You're hitting these things that just people completely uh, overlook when they're writing books. Um, and you know, I want to I want to uh, step back in your book. Obviously, there's because uh, we just got to the end. I'm scrolling up my notes here. Um, you know, my whole my whole journey started with a letter, and you obviously have a letter writing um, chapter. And I just wanted to share with you what your book assisted me in doing somebody that started with a letter writing. So, you know, that happened when my, my story started in, you know, in the fall of 2013, which I thought was interesting. You were mentioning yours in fall too. Um, you know, I'm reading, so, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I'm reading this chapter and I'm thinking, you know, I haven't written a gratitude letter in a while. I was like, I haven't done that. I haven't physically wrote, you know, with a pen and paper in a long time, you know, and, uh, and I go, I was thinking, you know, I, there's a lot of people I, I want to thank. Uh, I just, you know, something just come in about an interview and I was thinking, you know, I, I, I'd like to, I'd like to write, you know, I, so this is what I did because, because I read your book at this time and these things are going on, I go, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to hand write a letter. I'm going to scan it to a PDF and then I'm going to email it. Cool. So, so, you know, I get to physically do it, which feels good because it's a whole other process. Uh, it's, it's completely different from just typing yeah. things out. Absolutely. Um, and then it's perfectly imperfect because it's just my handwriting on paper. Um, you know, if, if there's, you know, if I scratch something out of it, whatever, it's just, it's just, it's non-edited. 
Um, I get, get a digital, it's digital at that point. I scan it. I'm fortunate enough to have a scanner here. It's exactly what it is. And then, you know, I like, I, I put Louisville, Kentucky and the date on it. So it's like, you know, it's being delivered to you and I emailed it out and I felt great. Super. <laughs> so, you know, I, and I've done that, um, because of that, I've actually started a practice where I've been doing this daily. Um, and I, uh, and I, and the idea I had a year, uh, I had an idea years ago, a thing called gratigramming. And that was a completely, not this idea, but I, now that I'm doing this, this is like the idea of a gratigram because it's like a telegram and it's handwritten. Mm -hmm. Um, so I just wanted to let you know that, um, because I read your book at the specific time and my thoughts, because you were there with your, your words, you know, these years later, I've, I've picked up a new practice and. I'm in the process of encouraging, initiating people to do it. So it's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> now you even motivated me again. So now I will go through my address book again and see who I can write a, a gratitude letter. So it's always, it always comes back. It's a, it's awesome because yeah, I am. I'm going to write down some names now. And the, the great thing about gratitude letter is that it makes two parts feel good. It makes you feel great, the one who writes it, right. and the one who receives it even better. But it's awesome. Thanks, man. You know, it, it is, I, I feel like it's the most simplistic, powerful way to get yourself in the moment. And that's, you know, I started, I, my first website was called lettersofgratitude.org because I just wanted to um, initiate people into the process of this experience I had. And, you know, and I had, I, I had a lot of letters come in and there, you know, the whole back, there's a really great story behind all that. But what I realized at the end of the day, which was later in my story was, it's a big ask, unfortunately, to ask somebody to write a letter. It's a big ask. Um, it's, there's a lot of roadblocks for people to do that, which is unfortunate, you know, and that's when I pivoted, you know, when I, so I had, you know, I had the experience, I had these letters, wonderful. I loved it. Um, I loved all, everything about it. But when I went out to New York to do a small event for the second anniversary of mom's passing, you know, I was in Washington Square Park and I had my camera with me and I decided I'm just going to go around and ask people they're grateful for, you know, just simplistically say, what are three things you're grateful for? Cool. And I did it and it was so simple and it was done like that. And I had a digital copy of it like that. And I realized, you know, I mean, what I was really wanting to do the whole process is just, I just want to get somebody, initiate somebody into the space to, for them to go, who am I grateful for? What am I great? I just want to initiate that space. That's all I want to do. The letters totally did it, 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 but it's a bigger ask. The video, you walk up, you ask somebody and it's done. I've created the moment, they've shared it. And then I have a digital copy of it that allows me to share it, uh, which, which in turn is the whole cycle of allowing people to see it because it does the exact same thing that it's doing. Absolutely. That's why they let them. I start always with the three things you are grateful for. That's the right. easiest. And then once you want another exercise that makes you even more grateful, well, write a letter. But for the basic things, I think they need to get, and that's what you did. Cover the bases. We need to get the people at least to write down three things they are grateful for and make it a habit. So they do it every day because it's just awesome. I mean, it gets right. better and better. And then, they will choose to write the letter sooner or later because they want more. Right. Totally, man. Um, and you know, with the videos, uh, going forward, the videos, when I started doing more of them and I had started having partners with me, I would get, in, what I realized too was I would get in front of the camera or would I be interviewing the person? And then you're actually, what's happening is you're making it personal. So yeah. when you get, when, when I got to stand in front or say a partner and they're looking at the person and then we changed the question, we said, who in your life are you grateful for and why? Um, you know, it became quantifiably more powerful, you know, uh, which again, this, it's, it's amazing when you think about gratitude in the process. Um, you know, you know, I, there's, there's a concept that I came up with, which is called gratitude squared, which is basically is this thing where you ask somebody else what they're grateful for. And, and what happens is it's so much more powerful when you as an individual, um, ask somebody else they're grateful for just like when you shared about your you know your mom and your grandma and your and your girlfriend it's a very powerful thing because it uh it it allows uh it, there's there's a bunch of things going on there a lot of people i don't think they know what to do when you do this you're basically asking somebody to share love 
you're bringing, they've got, so many people have a lot of love in here. And unfortunately, they never bring it out here. <laughs> mm -hmm. And there's a lot of reasons for that. They were trained not to, whatever, life getting you down. But um, there, you ask somebody, you know, the great thing is, for one thing, you ask somebody, even if they don't answer you, they're doing it in their exactly. head. Um, it's happening. But when it happens um, and you're there for it, uh, like when you shared those things, like I automatically was like, mom, I totally get that. You know, I, I, I completely felt you. My grandma made me think about my grandma, which I love her, you know, and then, you know, my, you know, it, 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 and then you're sharing this with me and it allows me to have the same thing. And it's so much more powerful than, for example, if I were to sit here and just go, I'm grateful for my mom. I'm great. You know what I mean? It's a very totally. different thing. Yeah. It's, 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 it's a connection. And that's, like I said, that's gratitude squared. And that, and whenever I would do a video and whenever it's just like doing this podcast, are doing an interview, it's the same thing because I'm initiating someone to share love and it's a beautiful thing. And then the cool thing is I get to capture it and then I just get to let it fly. You know, um, like I was saying at the beginning of the interview, this is the best part. Uh, and then everything else is just, you know, the icing on the cake. And you know what, what is very interesting and that was for me, it was like an aha moment because I knew this exercise already from my coaching training from long before when I started doing it. So I was to my coaches, I was telling them, oh, this, you have to do it, you have to do it. They never did it. And I asked to my mentor coach, I told him, I was like, well, I love that the gratitude exercise, it's awesome. I'm giving it to all my coaches, but they're not doing it. And he was just looking at me, are you doing it? Oh, and then it snapped because of course I had to do it. And when I started doing it, then my coaches were doing it too. So that's, so we have to continue always. You know, one thing is about talking about how great it is to write up three things you're grateful for. Right. And the most important thing is to do it every day, to write your three things. Totally, man. Yeah, it's, it's such a simple practice. And I think, uh, I think a lot of people just, they just need to be encouraged to, to practice something daily simplistic, like you said, for two or three minutes. And, uh, and somehow they just need a trigger in their day that gets them into that moment. You know, with me, obviously, you know, with me, I have, uh, I have Amazon devices. So they, when I wake up, I say good morning. And one of the prompts is uh, you have so much to be grateful for listed. So I hear that when I wake up immediately, which is a simple prompt. Then when I sit down, you know, I, I've got my, my journal sitting here. So if you have a book, it's very simple. If you have a book sitting in front of you, you just need to see the book. <laughs> so, exactly. You know, even when I leave, I have a prompt. If I say the right thing, uh, she says, you know, uh, be grateful for your car. You know, because uh, I'm leaving now, I'm about to use my car. I, I definitely am grateful for my car. My car wow, allows me cool, to man. get anywhere I want to. You know, these little prompts, um, I think, you know, and that's, that's the great thing about audio. You know, I think, I think, of, the pod, I think of the podcast as a weekly prompt for people. You know, um, you know, I thought, you know, my, my whole website with all the videos and interviews, these are just, we talk about daily practices. I'm just trying, I, I'm putting out things that allow, can allow people to spend a moment in gratitude today. So, you know, um, if people are wanting, obviously they should be writing stuff down, but if they want to dip their toe in a different way, they could go, you know, they could go to our, go watch a video. One video takes a minute. Um, they could listen to a podcast. They can read an interview. Um, all these things are just prompts that allows people to be in that moment. Um, and that's what excites me so much about, you know, this, learn again, this journey, this learning process is so exciting because you just keep going. You, uh, you know, you get more focused and then new things occur. So, you know, in the last six, another, you know, I want to, I want to thank you again for helping me with one other thing. Okay. This is really back to, you know, so, the beginning of the year, my, my mentor who's been with me, you know, mentoring me the last almost five years, we had another conversation about what I was doing. And, you know, I said, you know, I told him, I was like, I'm committing to, you know, doing an interview a week for this, you know, the first six months. I want to, you know, I want to really get back into what I'm doing here because I stepped away. Uh, I never let it go, but I stepped away. And that's a whole other story that would take, take you know, anyway, it's a whole other story. Um, and he asked me, he said, Chris, he said, why? He said, what is your outcome? You know, right now in your life, what is the outcome? What, what would be the, what would, you know, what would be the outcome you'd want to be doing? Why you're doing this? And I, I know you understand these questions because you're a coach. Um, 
and I told him, I said, it's just, you know, I, I uh, you know, if, if gratitude, space, gratitude space would be like the Huffington Post, you know, or something where, you know, it'd be amazing if I had seven, you know, if I had seven people and then we just had new articles every day. I mean, that would be awesome, you know, um, just to think where you had a publication where, you know, every day, you know, if I had seven people like me, you know, because I can do one a week, that's not a problem, you know, and then obviously, if this could be what I do for a living opposed to my passion, you know, uh, that would be awesome. So he went back to what he told me five years ago, uh, Mark, he said, he said, well, he said, what do you think is the, you could do that could allow you to get to what you want? You know, like, what is the, what is, you know, and we both agreed that it was writing a book. And, mm-hmm. um, and this, and he told, you know, uh, he told me this five years ago, man, I met uh, Thomas Lopolis, amazing man. He's a key, global keynote speaker. He's an author. He's, he's, I can't, I could never say nice enough, nice things about him. He's such a, a wonderful person. And this is what he told me when I met him five years ago. He said, he said this, he said, well, Chris, he's like, I shared my story. Um, and he said, Chris, well, he's like, you just, he's like, you need to write a book. He's like, I know the people in the speaking circuit. I can't guarantee anything, but you get a book. We can try to get you the speaking circuit. And then that could be an avenue to get what you want, you know? Um, and he, and he said it again. That's always been in my head, but he said it again. So I start, you know, I start writing this book. I decide he challenges me 500 words a day for the next six months, which I'm at. I'm like, next week will be six months of me committing to writing 500 words a day. So where I'm getting back to thanking you is I was working on a really sick, like, memoir of my story, which I do love, but, you know, uh, through the process of reading your book and then reading a couple other books about gratitude, I realized that that's not the ideal book I need to write first. I need to write a simplistic 100 page or less book, book on gratitude. Because, uh, you know, and then again, you, it was part of reading yours going, this is such a simplistic, it's so short and bam, it's great. You know, and I, you know, that I don't need to try to tell my, you know, I don't need to get into this epic story because I feel like my story is epic, but that's not, that's not how, that's not what I need to do right now. I love for people to hear that story and, and, and maybe in one day I feel like I will publish exactly. that. It's not, I've, I've definitely written most of it, but right now it just needs to be very simple, you know, and um, reading your book allowed me to let go of this epic idea and realize I'm, I'm uh, taking on way too much. I'm asking way too much of the reader to mm-hmm. say, this is Chris and what's going on. Because all I want to do is share gratitude. I want to create the space. Cool. And if I get a big book, less people, that's, uh, unfortunately, less people, that's creating, a bigger book's going to create less space for people. Yeah. And people don't, with the attention span and everything, so I really noticed, yeah, that's why my books get shorter and shorter. Also like 100, 120 pages, that's it. Simple. Because there's a yeah. lot of competition. Netflix, you know, blogs and everything. And the, the, the thicker the book, the more difficult it gets you. For example, the four hour work week, I know it's an awesome book. I never read it because it's so thick. And when I just start, I just, I can't do it. I rather read eight other books, eight other short books. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Well, yeah. let me know how it goes with your book. Oh, for sure. For sure, man. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll definitely be telling you about it. Are you time-wise, you got a couple more minutes? Are you, um... if you have a couple more questions, uh, we yeah, yeah, we can, we can, yeah, we can, we can wrap it up. Um, so, um, so in closing, I mean, we, you obviously, you know, your, your number one thing is write three things a day. So if somebody's doing that already, what would be, and we talked about letter writing, but what would be one other thing that you would, you would ask people, you know, a suggestion to incorporate into their daily life? Do you have any, I mean, we said so much, but do you have any Anything I would just want to add three, to that. The three things. That's enough. Write down three things. You're, that's really in every interview I give, because it's the most simple thing. It's so impactful. Write down three things you are grateful for every day. Feel the gratitude. Do it to, during two or three weeks. You will reap all the benefits. That's more happiness, more optimistic, sleep better, less prone to depression. These are scientifically proven benefits, and start there. And then in three or four weeks, you will be in a point at a point where you can uh, implement more habits. Right. But I would always steps. definitely start with that. Three things you're grateful for. Why, why complicate it? Right, right, right. That's beautiful, man. Um, so where, if people want to find you, where's the best place they can reach out to you? Or they can find me everywhere. So I'm Mark Recklau. My name is, I think there are only two people in the world called Mark <laughs> Recklau. So my name is with a C. You go on Google, I'm there. 
I'm on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, uh, Twitter, but I don't get Twitter so much, but I'm there. So if you mention me or something or tag me, I'll, I'll react. And of course, my webpage, uh, markreglaw.com. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll make sure I put several of those in the show notes when the uh, episode comes out. So again, man, I really, I really appreciate what you're doing, man. Your, your book's so powerful. And if, uh, if one person reads your book because they heard us talk, I, it's a home run. <laughs> no, and I'm happy that, that you are doing so much too for this really most powerful, one of the most powerful forces in the universe, gratitude and way to go. We're going to spread the word. Right, right. Because it's just, it's the right thing to do. And, it, you know, selfishly, it makes me feel wonderful. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, thanks so, Mark. Uh, thank you so much, Mark. And you have a great day and uh, safe travels. And I look forward to talking to you another time. Thank you, Chris. Right, thank bye you, bye. All right, bye. <laughs> this is an open call to anyone that has a gratitude story or practice that they'd like to share. Just email me at the address hello at gratitudespace.com. That link will be in the show notes. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and rate us. You can look at this as a way of showing me a little gratitude. Just a friendly suggestion. Thank you for tuning in to Gratitude Space Radio, and we're out.